This is the My Whittier Podcast. I'm your host, Bob Reese, longtime Whittier resident and self-proclaimed foodie. I thought it would be fun to give you a local's perspective on the city of Whittier, California. On this podcast, we celebrate Whittier's past, present, and future. We champion small business, and we embrace community. Thank you for joining me today. All right, welcome back to the show, guys. It is Wednesday, April 5th, and uh, it is a beautiful day here in Whittier, California. 56 degrees, and it is uh, creeping up into the 60s very rapidly, and it's just a beautiful day. Blue skies, and uh, the sun is shining, and we had some crazy winds on Monday. Uh, A lot of you didn't even feel that or hear that, but it was crazy over at my house and I have a little balcony with a bunch of stuff on there and it just completely wiped it out broke everything chairs were flying all over the place so I don't know if you experienced that but that wasn't fun and the weather has just continued to be really really crazy but it looks like it's going to be a beautiful weekend for Easter so I'm really really looking forward to that So welcome back to the show. If you're a returning listener, I really appreciate you sincerely. If you're a new listener, welcome to the show. Uh, This is a Whittier-centric podcast. We talk about the city of Whittier, California. And um, yeah, we do that 99% of the time. There will be times where we talk about other cities, other local cities like Downey, Norwalk, Pico Rivera, La Habra, Montebello, La Mirada. But um, for the most part, this is a Whittier-centric podcast, and, you know, I wanted to touch on a little bit of the history of Whittier. I wanted to give you some present-day stuff. You know, we talk a lot about restaurants and openings and closings and what's happening in the area, you know, uptown and all around town, so we do that. And then uh, we talk a little bit about the future, what's happening in the future, things that we hear about, things that we know about. So just all-inclusive Whittier information. It's a really good resource for uh, people that live here. It's a great resource if you're thinking about living here. And, of course, if you're new to the area, this is a really, really great podcast. So make sure and tell a friend. You can find me on Instagram and Facebook. You can also find me on YouTube. We have a great YouTube channel. We drop a video once a week, and that is uh, My Whittier TV. So check that out. You can also find uh, me at mywhittier.com. That's a landing page for everything that we do with direct links for all all of the stuff that we uh, produce. And I'm actually working on a new website, another website, in addition to what we have. So um, it's going to be, I don't really want to talk too much about it, but it's nothing, nothing too crazy. I think it's, um, it's going to be a good one though. I think you're going to like it. And if you have any expertise in the website field, drop me a line. Let me know um, if we can work together. I'd be interested in hearing what you got, what you have to say. I'm not an expert in that area. And I'm always looking for people that know what they're doing because um most of the time, I really don't know what I'm doing. So you can drop me an email at uh, contactmywhittier at gmail.com. That's where you can find me. So if you follow the podcast, you know that we upload every Wednesday. The goal was to upload a show every Wednesday 
all year long. And that's exactly what we've been doing. And uh, it's been a lot of fun. I got to tell you, it's been a lot of fun. And um, since we are a, I guess you could call it a niche, a really, really focused niche, um, because we only focus on Whittier, California, we get some really great guests on the show, we get some really good information, we get a lot of exclusive content. And um, that's what we are uh, continuing to do. Last uh, couple weeks ago, we had an exclusive with Madre's Brunch. That's the uh, brunch place in Uptown Whittier. It's a really good spot. They are moving locations. They let us know exactly where they were moving. They, they told us uh, what was going on with the restaurant. And I just talked to them again recently. And it looks like April 10th, they're shooting for April 10th to be in their new location next to the uh, Whittier Theater on Greenleaf. So look for that. So that was really cool of Mel to uh, jump on and um, give us that exclusive content. And then, of course, if you listen to the last show, we had uh, Mexi Papa on the show. And he is a amazing uh, food blogger, vlogger, extraordinaire. And uh, chances are, if you are on uh, Instagram or TikTok or any social media app, you're going to see Mexi Papa pop up on there. And he was on the show. He took the time to come on and discuss all things Mexi Papa. And he gave us an exclusive. He actually, uh, we were the first podcast that he told about his new documentary about media. So he's going to start work on that very soon. And that's going to be a really, really interesting documentary. The guy knows his stuff and he's going to dig into that. And uh, so we'll all be looking forward to that. So we're just getting more and more guests on the show. Great guests, great content and uh, exclusive content. And the show is uh, not going to disappoint this week. We got Aaron Melendrez from Uptown Provisions, and um, he's going to discuss what he's been up to with Uptown Provisions, the best sandwiches in Whittier and also give us the inside track on a brand new restaurant opening. And he designed the bar inside. Um, so we got some exclusive content coming your way. And I wanted to get to that right away. So why don't we do that right now? This is my interview with the amazing and talented Aaron Melendrez from Uptown Provisions. All right, guys, I have the honor and privilege once again to uh, bring in Aaron Melendrez, owner and head chef of Uptown Provisions, 12819 Penn Street in Whittier. And uh, this, is a, this is awesome to have you come in here, Aaron, man. Welcome back to the show, bro. Bobby, thank you. Thank you. Thank you for having me here. I feel so, so, so excited to kind of talk about Round two, I guess the the first meeting was about yeah the beginning. It yeah. was the beginning of eighteen your, months your launch, ago. Bro. It was the there was still a lot of unsaid. I don't even think we were open yet. Um, yeah, you were. You had chalkboards and they were empty, and you were like, "I'm not going to fill those in yet. I'm going to just let that happen, let that marinate." And that, it marinated pretty good, man. That's true. That's like a true organic start. Yeah, and uh, it, those days are super special to me young business owner just uh yeah yeah i mean uh, it's funny that you say that because um a lot of people that start um a business like that they they kind of rush into things and kind of just 
hurry the process, but you did it organically. You kind of let it all come to you. And um, it actually kind of just built itself over time. And um, how has the year and a half been for you, man? Like what, what's ups and downs or just it's, all ups? What's up? Hard work? I think it's been a year, a year and a half of discovery. It's been really something, you know. Uh, one thing, I, I think I kind of lightly touched on this. I was about to be a father during that time or maybe I was just had became a father but I guess learning how to be a young father and then taking on this the restaurant project with no blueprint no real mentorship in my life as far as um, owning a restaurant you know my, my friends were kind of like in different paths different roads but also being a young you know a young father and having very few fatherly mentors uh, it, it was a, it was definitely some time for learning who I was and building patience and there was a lot of blocks during that time that were created and I can honestly say that I'm a better man today than I was uh, 18 months ago it's really really helped shaped this human that I think I am sitting in front of you right now yeah man and I think you know when when somebody has a vision and passion um, like you had a dream you want to build legacy. You want to be a father and be a good father and a role model. And I mean, that's just the location that you pick too says a lot. You're like, you know what? I have I have this vision. It doesn't matter if, where I'm at. They're gonna be. They're gonna come to to have my food. Yeah. And you built it over there. No, any regrets on on Penn Penn Street over there? You know, I had. You're still feeling good. Day, day one, I had a very prominent city figure come you know whisper in my ear like this is amazing but why did you put this here yeah and I looked at him and I said why wouldn't I put this here right you are you crazy exactly why wouldn't I put this here this is the direct traffic gateway into our city right here yeah uh, as if any of you have ever traveled up Penn know how busy of a street it is all day long all night long cars coming and going coming and going uh, Greenleaf's amazing and it has so much it had so much value to our community but during that time there was no car traffic there um, and there still isn't really you know yeah. so to have this place where maybe we don't have the same residual walking traffic but we have this driving traffic I think it was a fair one-to-one -one trade um, and I think at this point when you think of Comstock and Penn you don't think of much else I mean there you might get a great birthday cake from my neighbor Michelle or you might get your haircut at the barbershop next door um, or you might maybe go to Bank of America but as far as like getting lunch and uh, what stands out in your mind I would hope that it is up top provisions yeah true true uh, community spot sandwich joint I mean that's just right in the neighborhood right there and it just fits yeah. it just you know looking back it everything everything's hindsight but you look back and you go this is perfect I mean, he planned it this way, but at, you know, yeah. nobody would do that. Nobody would really do that. No. And you nailed it. And so uh, we're a year and a half in, man, and you have just come so far. You've got accolades. People love your stuff. Yeah. And Thank you. Um, you always say it's the first chapter. It's the first chapter. I mean, April first, you launched the quarter pounder with cheese, right? That, that, that hamburger. <laughs> Sorry uh, uh, to me, everyone dude. that I, I got on that one. You know, uh, I was. It, it was a. I pulled that one off the cuff. It was a quick April Fool's joke. Needed one. I was like, well, why don't we just, uh, you know, 
photoshopped the McDonald's uh, quarter pound of a cheese onto yeah. the Uptown Provisions logo. <laughs> It was, no, a, it was a hit. I saw it pop up, and I, I was at a thrift store. It was early in the morning, and I, and I just automatically shared it. And then I was thinking to myself, how am I going to get down there? Because I have to have that hamburger. Oh, my God. And then, like, a little while, <laughs> a little while later, it's like, the joke's on you. Oh, so like, oh my the, God. The, the story thickens. I didn't yes. know we went Yeah, I was like, far. oh, my God. I was going to actually go down there. But you know, it, it, it's, uh, I guess. It's fun stuff. You know. Hey, you never know what the future holds, man. Well, that you and, know. you know, obviously, like, <laughs> After I did that, like I had our, our, our uh, one of our, I guess our lead cashier, she was calling me and she's, uh, my wife was calling me like, dude, like, you need to tell everyone this is yeah, a joke. Yeah, yeah. People are taking this kind of serious right now. I'm like, oh my well, God. Well, with you, you never know. Dude. I'm you're like, like you're, inter- you're always you're putting new stuff out there. So it's like, yeah, oh, I guess, you know, when, when, but when you reflect on things like this, it yeah. does tell you a couple of things. A, the power of social media yeah. and the power of, of trust from your audience you know if you put something out there people don't always go to april fools they're like oh my gosh they're doing something amazing again let's go try it so you know thank you to everybody that trusts (laughs) us for putting out cool stuff that's you know that all love right there so restaurant week um (laughs) we talked about that at restaurant week yeah and how you were um you did a year and a half uh of, of sales and all that stuff in chapter one and how did restaurant week go? I mean, obviously you get you get the support all the time, but was that, you know, did you have a good time there? Um, I, I I enjoy the efforts of restaurant week. Yeah. Um, I think that the that that party it probably holds more value than the actual week as a as a whole. Yeah. In the community, I would love to see personally restaurant week in the future just be condensed into. A one-day event. Yeah, um, I, I, I really I appreciate. I really appreciate the ideals and the uh, intent that the, that the uh, the organizers of the event put behind it. I think it's great, but uh, you know, I I don't see much much ROI behind it other than that one day of having the opportunity to connect. It's a really with our great community. day. It's a really good party. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think this year was even better. We had the general public that was invited. Um, so they got to taste some of the food. Uh, we had new vendors there. Um, and what was cool for me is I felt like I was in my sophomore year. Uh, we have people that have been in Uptown for many, many years, and they're there, and they know everyone. But I remember how my my energy last year, it was a little more frantic for me because I, I felt so pressed yeah. to actually like share our food and have this like really... Like, almost forced connections and this year it was like flowed like water I got there setup was easy um, I served a good product and then it was a lot of high fives and yeah, hugs and yeah. more like man good to see you again kind of vibes um, you know luckily we're, I think we're very fortunate that a lot of the foodie crowd and a lot of the um, the people that enjoy dining out know about our restaurant at this point so that's nice so that's another thing too you, you're very comfortable um, with the party this year you said it went easy and stuff like that but yeah. how does one um, I guess it's it's repetitions um, how does one become an effective time manager because you have so many projects going on that we're going to talk about but as a business owner and father and husband yeah. and all that I mean how does one manage your time um, effectively you know I can only speak off my own personal experiences, but I have a very strong partner, which, um, you know, I'm very fortunate. She never hesitates to send me a text reminder. Um, I guess a personal life hack for me, uh, I do have ADHD, um, and I think sometimes I'm able to use it to my advantage and sometimes to my disadvantage. You know, it's, it's kind of in the middle, but I do take a lot of notes. Um, I, I, I use my calendar a lot. 
uh, I've, I listened to a couple of different podcasts of like unlocking your ADHD yeah. and making sure it's uh, you can use it effectively. Um, but um, I think effective note taking, uh, good to do list, and uh, sitting down at the end of your night uh, or whenever you're your mind is flourishing. Some people, it's at the end of the night. Some people, it's at the beginning of the day. Me, personally, it's the end of the night for me. I wake up, I just need coffee, and yeah. I gotta go. Yeah. So it's it's using that time to be like, um, okay, I need to do this, this, and this. And then also, one thing I learned recently was uh, respecting that list and respecting your time on that list and not just giving priority to the things that don't make sense in your yeah. life. Um, I think we're too easy to do that. We're all... Uh, yes sir yes ma'am people too much and when we are those people it yes it benefits a lot of people but it doesn't always benefit your time yeah and you stop you stop taking that list so serious because you're not able to accomplish everything on it the goal should be to accomplish everything that you do have to do yeah, yeah. when you when you make a list do you um i guess the saying is eat the frog do you take the highest priority things and work on those or do you just go you just knock the list out I work more on time in time yeah. schedules because my life is like I know I have 11 a.m. here, 12 a.m. Yeah, here. Um, and now I even try to put time in for setup and breakdown too. Most people don't do that. Like how long uh, after this podcast you're going to need 10 minutes to decompress and to reflect. So yeah. make sure you add that 10 minutes into yeah. there. Um, make sure you add your, your commute time into there because people don't do that and they, then they end up putting themselves on this really tight schedules um, that aren't pressure. Yeah, yeah, it's not effective for them. And it's funny you say that about um, saying no and prioritizing because I'm 53 now, going to be 54, so I got some years on you, and that's one of the things I've learned over time. Just because you, you you can't say yes to everybody, yeah. and you don't want to hurt anybody's feelings, but at the same time, I've just come to the point where I go with my gut. It's yeah. like if it doesn't feel right, I say no. It's nothing personal. It's just I, I just can't go for it. You know, there's always tomorrow. Yeah. Yeah. So um, with your uh, attention deficit disorder. Do you is the running club? You just you told me you started a running club. Yes, and that is amazing. Is that does that help with that? Is that like a stress reliever? Is that something that you could just like get lost in? Running. Tell me about the running club, man. So, I grew up running in Whittier Hills, um, throughout Lara Whittier, you name it. But I like to call our our nature preserve of Whittier my running home, Um, and. You know, it, it, it's 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 funny because running has always brought me different things in life. I guess it's kind of like the giving tree, right? You know, mm-hmm. it's, I hate to reference such a childhood book, but it, it's 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 really similar. You know, like yeah. running has always provided me different things in my life. When I was a kid, it provided me a safe space. We'll say that much. Um, when I was uh, in in high school, it provided me this place to train for a sport I took very seriously. Uh, track and then when I was a young adult it um, gave me something to do while I was smoking pot you yeah. know but cats out of the bag <laughs> Aaron, likes to, Aaron likes to burn one and go running yeah uh, most people like to, you know some people play video games some people like to do other things I like to be out, Get out of nature I yeah. like to be out in nature yeah. um, so it, it was really fun to, to have that today rep- running what it represents to me is longevity longevity of life um, a having this moment to connect with my son. Uh, my son now runs with me. Nice. Um, what's really cool is like I've been pushing uh, a stroller up through Hellman. Oh, imagine wow. pushing a yeah. stroller, a four by four stroller. A thirty-seven, <laughs> a thirty-seven pound kid 
In a forty, in a you know, in a forty-pound stroller up helmet. Talk about a quick nice. way to lose some weight. Yeah. So I've been doing that a lot. Um, I do have my own private runs too, where I just kind of collect. I think running with your son, running with the baby, is much more involved. But there's those moments where you're running and you you just want to go. You just want to go. You just want to go. Um, but to answer your question, um, I uh, you know I've always had this dream of creating a running club. We have a local running club in Whittier. Hats off to them. They run by my house every day. Um, I live up on um, Beverly Drive. Um, the, the, the Whittier, Whittier uh, Pacers. Pacers. Yeah. Yes. Shout out to the Whittier Pacers. Shout out Whittier Pacers. You you uh, you guys inspire me all ages and incredible to see them. Everybody's do, welcome, yeah. To see what they do. They're also friendly on the runs. Always get waves from them. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I have a different relationship with street running. I like to run solo in street mm-hmm. running. Um, but my relationship with the mountains is always, or the hill, our hills, has always been like, man, I wish I could share this with somebody. I know so many cool r- routes and trails. Like, I wish I had a, a community up here. So I guess it, we were like, you know, a few months back, I was, I was sitting there I'm like, you know, just do it. Just do it. Just start this. Yeah. So I didn't feel like I was in shape. You know, obviously that that um, imposter syndrome, that self-doubt feeling, you know, you're like never good enough to do it. But I'm like, well, you better just, you know, just like Optum Provisions, you know, just, you, you weren't ready for that either, but you did that. So why don't you just start it? Put just a name, do it. Put a name to yeah. it and, and get going. So um, I, I set some personal goals before I did that. Um, in, in March, I ran 100 miles. Wow. Yeah, I set out, I set a plan. Um, and keep in mind, I didn't run one rainy day. I didn't have like a rain jacket and I didn't feel like buying a rain jacket. Yeah. So it rained more days in March than I, I wanted it yeah. to. So it really kind of changed my schedule. It made, the, made the, the training plan a little bit more aggressive. But I ended up doing 100 miles in March. And I call that my buy-in. That's a commitment, so, man. Yeah. So now we're about to go live with this running club, uh, the Hellman Trailblazers. Uh, super excited to bring it to life. I great think, name. Thank you. Yeah, it's a great name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's for everyone that wants to blaze their own fitness trail and wants to have that special relationship with our, our hills and uh, their bodies and their, their health and fitness. So I guess the plan is to pick routes and uh, create a group and a network of people of all ages, creeds, skills, and yeah. abilities that want to just get into trail running. Um, I think it's the funnest sport because it's you versus yourself yeah. and the hills and you know uh as we all know those hills aren't forgiving they are no, not forgiving man. they don't they don't take ex- they don't take excuses yeah. they don't take gripes they don't take complaints you know uh they don't take any of that they're so, there for you when you're ready they're there for you <laughs> when you're ready i have had a lot of people be like man i really want to do that and i'm always like cool then do it yeah, yeah. let's go Let's go. Make it happen. That's awesome. So that's so, going to start. Uh, is that started now? Or that's going to that's going to start. Can we start reaching um, out people. No, June one. We're going to begin. Okay, cool. Actually, maybe I think actually mid mid May. Right is that now. on uh, social media? At it's all, on or? social media. Okay, it's cool. just the Hellman Trailblazers. All right, nice. Check it out. Uh, we've kind of began some stuff. A lot of it was also me creating this legal end of it, so I don't get sued for making someone break their ankle right, right, right. but you know it's the business owner side of you the business owner side of you yeah <laughs> I mean it's codes, codes of conduct so everyone feels welcome you know having strict rules it's and it's, it's these things that people don't think about it's a serious thing this is a real a real yeah. a real you know, oh, there's merch. Club, there, there's there's merch too. Yeah, there's yeah, yeah, there, yeah there's kind awesome. of everything. I want people to feel like they're part of a group. Uh, they're inclusive. Yeah, yeah. You know, they're bad. They're they're amongst a bunch of other badasses uh, that want to be uh, represent something bigger. That's awesome. Yeah, and that's a that's a Whittier group, and that is awesome. And uh, people from 
not in Whittier are welcome as well, right? Anybody, anybody welcome, that right? wants to to blaze to a trail, blaze a trail, and explore our backyard and know why Whittier is such a special place, come run with us. Nice. Yeah, it's your open invitation right there. Yeah. Now, um, so we got the uh, Uptown Provisions rolling. You can find them on Instagram, Uptown underscore Provisions. You got the Running Club. I and want to go back to Uptown Provisions. Yeah, because I don't think I really me. touched on like the the journey of the food. Though. Yeah. You know, uh, so we had, we're very fortunate to have this like very high like core staff retention rate. So everyone that has been with me, shout out to all of them, Luke and Alexia and David and Lexi and you, you name it. I, I'm sorry if I forgot any any of you, but uh, all my day ones like they, uh, Marisol, she's amazing too. You know, like they have all rode with me since the very very beginning, and to see them. Uh, kind of turn into this these like quiet maybe like self-doubt figures that have now just flourished into these incredible um, uh, ownership taking um, you know just just beautiful beautiful cooks and host and everything else there it's been such a cool journey to have them at that point right now yeah you always uh, mention them i mean anytime i talk to you about it you know how's it going what's going on the first thing usually out of your mouth is i'm blessed to have the team that i have and um i mean that, we're nothing without them yeah. i'm nothing without them i have to i have a lot of things to focus on as a business owner and i you know as much as i want to just say my role as executive chef i nothing would get done the other yeah. hand if, if i did that but uh, you know they're the ones that hold down service day in and day out. Um, they're the reason why our dreams and our accomplishments are what they are today. And it's so nice to see because obviously um, you know you, you had a vision, you trained your staff, and yeah. they they took it like a sponge. You know they they sucked soaked it all up, and they are capable now. And um, you know there's a lot of people making a lot of food in the town in every town, but um, you know, you, when, you, when you can do it 10% better, 5% better than everybody else, you pay, you pay attention to the quality. You Like you say, it's, a, it's like no a warm hug. Yeah, you know, there's, you're, there's, you're putting love into your sandwiches, and it, it shows. It matters. There's, there's you know? no shortcuts. Taking care. From the planning, there's no shortcuts. Like yeah. We think of the highest quality, the, the best form of every ingredient to put into the sandwiches, the best weight of the meat that people are going to get full and feel the the value and not feel it leave hungry to the fresh baked bread that Jesse bakes every morning. Jesse's breaking bed for us every morning. Yeah, that's serious. You know, just right this there. perfect sandwich bread. Uh, we look at the hydration of the bread. That's nerdy. But we look at the hydration yeah. of the bread, you know, um, the the thickness that, that Lexi slices in the morning, the way that Mason makes the sauces. You know, Mason makes about 90 pounds of sauces um, on today, on Tuesday, he'll make all that. It's, uh, you know, there's, there's a lot of, of thought, a lot of detail. Yeah. Um, and we want to present the best product. And I feel like right now it is, we get so many compliments. We have so many guests being like, wow, this is really special. And one of the things that Whittier in, uh, loves that you're doing is that you're bringing people from other cities to try your food. It's not just the yeah. Whittier. I mean, we love your stuff, but it's not just us. It's people coming from other areas they're uh, tasting your food. They're kind of getting a, a, a vibe of Whittier and yeah. seeing it for the first time. And Absolutely. so it's kind of like, that's nice to have that, you know. And I hope that 
you know, I they, these people they come, they eat my food, and they're always like, "What do we do next?" Exactly. Yeah. You know, and I'm like, "Go to go to King Richards. Yeah. Uh, go to go to Lovells. Go to Lovells. Go to um, go get a cup of coffee mm-hmm. at Sala or at um, at Lyft. Take a walk. Take Just a walk, walk around. Yeah, yeah. Go check it out. It's such a beautiful street. Um, and I think that you know, right now we're in such a cool little space in Uptown Whittier. We have these, um, you know, we're we're, we're healing. I like to call this the healing phase yeah. of where we're at. You know, um, where people were confined to masks for God knows how long. I can't even keep track anymore how long we were in a mask. I forgot what people's faces looked like. I actually met people. I'm sure like you, I met people in mass and I didn't know what their faces yeah, looked like exactly. uh, yeah. until after. That's that's something that's even slightly Strange, trendy. but it was true. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but we're in this healing phase, I think, of where we are coming together as a community. We're bringing things back. Uh, we're we're spending more time together. We're doing outreach that we didn't do prior, and hopefully that people that come to our city they can see that and they can appreciate that. Yeah, there yeah there was a there was a stagnant uh, part of the years that you know we got through, and you for one and a lot of business owners uptown um, did what they did and did mm-hmm. a really good job trying to like just stay afloat, man. And and they they came out the other side. I'm seeing a lot of. Uh, rebranding. I'm seeing a lot of activity, uh, new businesses popping up. Like you said, um, movement, uh, excitement. You know, community. Just kind of like a buzz. There's a, there's a, there's a buzz happening. Yeah. And it's nice to see it. Um, and it's not window dressing. It's legit. It's legit happening stuff. You know? Yeah. 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 Um, I see it firsthand every day in my store. I mean, I think that. We have so many unique and interesting people moving to Whittier right now. In the past, I don't know that you know. I don't know that Whittier was ever considered like a destination place to move. But with you know housing prices going up and people not wanting to live downtown, um, people being priced out of neighborhoods that they were moving to in a first generation of that of that movement. Uh, Eagle Rock, Highland Park. You, you you can get a little baby cottage yeah. for a million dollars there now. So people see this this uh, perceived value of real estate here, of what they can get. And I know this because these people are my customers. They're coming yeah. every day like, we just moved to Whittier. This is so exciting. We love this community. It's so quiet. Yeah. And uh, my first word is like, well, help us keep it like that. <laughs> and then secondly, I'm keep like... Keep it quiet. But, keep it on the down Yeah, but, but, but welcome. You know, yeah. welcome. You're mm-hmm. in a beautiful place and you are blessed to be a part of this community. Yeah. It's a really beautiful place. And uh, like you said, it is quiet. And uh, I think what, what's happening nowadays, too, there's a lot of interesting people that currently live here. And then, like you said, people are moving here. And now you don't have to go to a nine-to-five. You don't, you don't have to necessarily go to the, the mill and work for 20 years and retire. You can start your own business and use your own create, creativity and start something brand new right here. Yep. And it's amazing. It's, it's an amazing opportunity. And we're seeing that happen. Yeah. Yeah, firsthand. I know, including like the all the new businesses that are coming up. Yeah. So um, before we get into that, I got one more thing to ask you: the night market, man. Oh, night market is that happening yes. again this year? So I, I mean, I, I think you know it's it's pretty. So I guess last year before we even had this conversation, I wasn't even part. I, I wasn't doing anything on a local level, working with the city or working with the uptown association. I was kind of just trying to open a sandwich shop. But since we last talked, uh, I guess almost now, a year now, I've been part of the Uptown Association, and uh, I think I represent what is 
some new blood and some new ideals and some new energy into it. And one of the, my first projects last year was relaunching the Uptown Night Market. Um, I kind of brought it up, I guess maybe not partially serious, a little yeah. serious. Yeah. And then uh, Justin, who was our president at the time, said, it's a wonderful idea. Let's, let's make it happen. And I was like, oh. You're like, all right. All right, yeah. cool. And, you know, for those of you that remember the night, I mean, I'm, I'm 40. You're 53. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, for those, for those of us that remember this golden age of this night market, Wednesday night market in Uptown Whittier, it was a beautiful place. There was some good times there. I remember walking up and down with my parents, um, getting a little little pinwheel thing, and getting some cotton candy and all kinds of cool shit, you know. Um, my uncle had a little office up there. We'd go see him. Uh, it, it was it was definitely a, a very special part of Uptown Whittier and this nostalgic memory that I wanted to recreate. And I had an opportunity last year to take my first iteration at creating it. And you know, I think uh, maybe people thought there was more people behind it than there actually was. There was three of us working on yeah, that project. Yeah, I mean, that was a huge. Three of us, un- not. I mean, I hate to say unpaid because that's that should never be an excuse. You should, if you do something, put your heart into it. But you know, three three volunteers that were doing this event that all had their own businesses, and we, you know, I guess our biggest goal last year was to test the market and see how bad the community wanted it. And I'd like to say it was a success for. Uh, I would say so. Out. Yeah, I mean, you guys started out of the gate and it had created a lot of buzz, and it was it was a really good time. Uh, obviously, um, you needed to tweak a few things towards the end of it, but yeah. out of the gate, I mean, it was just a vibe. It was a really good time. Yeah, it was really good. Put together well. Yeah. So uh, we're bringing it back. I'm sorry. And you're bringing it back. Yes. So you are getting this this tidbit first. On the My Whittier Another podcast. exclusive. Another, another exclusive. exclusive here yeah. on the My Whittier. It's three weeks in a row. Yes. So <laughs> May 24th, Wednesday, is going to be the very first night market of oh, the wow. season. Oh, wow. Awesome. Coming up soon. I wasn't expecting that. Yeah. I know. May 24th. That's not far away, man. That's so, right there. Yeah. And so, I mean, let's, let's, let's talk about what is going to, how it's going to improve this year and what makes it a little bit different. Yeah. So I think in the past, you know, me having a lot of commitments and our my my co-chair and you can't do it all. We can't. We can't. Uh, this year, we uh, have just came to an agreement with a market management company who is in, they are incredible. Uh, they do a lot of the events at the brewery right now. A lot of the collective events. Nice. At the okay. Brewery. Yeah. Those are good. Yeah. Uh, so they've been doing a lot of cool stuff locally, and they do a lot of other. They do a Huntington Beach market. I think a Monrovia market um they have a lot of experience a lot of resources that's what they do and that's what they do um so i get to focus a lot more on just community engagement um the social aspect the marketing aspect bringing cool um little you're you're directing the movie yes 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 and they're gonna bring their programming too which um this year it does differ because we're going to have a lot more children's programming every night. Nice. We're going to have um, multiple music acts happening from DJs to bands um, and then more vendors this year. And look, guys, I, I, I will be the first, like, there's no more, there's no one more self-aware than this man standing in front of you right now. And I know that last year I couldn't really bring the whole food thing together. 
I tried, and apologies to a few of you that I that that tried. No, hard. behind the scenes, man. I know. I mean, we're not going to get into that, but I know how hard you tried, and I know that there was people willing to go there, and things happen. You know, yeah. things, things happen, and it didn't work out at, like you wanted to, but right, not because of lack of effort. No, definitely not. Now this year we do have you know the the organ the um the market managers they do have experience with working with the health department and um, executing uh, multiple food vendor strategies. So we will be doing more food vendors this year, um, special desserts and special drinks and d different stuff like that. So that's going to be cool to be bringing in some different food acts um, into into the, the, the night market aspect. Yeah, it's awesome. Yeah. It's really nice to get something that you don't normally get. It's yeah. a treat. It's something to look forward to. Right. Yeah, and it then, adds you know, to it. Also, we're, we're looking for a very special way to highlight our existing businesses. Because let's not forget the main reason why we started this night market was to highlight the businesses that do have brick and mortars in Uptown Whittier. We want to make sure that they, they're comfortable, that they're getting more traffic, which they did last year. But we want to make sure that they continue to get that traffic and that uh, there's no one in front of them that's selling the exact same thing. We'll put them down the street. Exactly. Yeah, you know, yeah. so makes sense. Very pumped to see this all come to life. A second season of it. Um, second bite of the apple. There. Second bite of the apple. Cool. Let's do it. Yeah, and so um, you know, along with everything else that you've done, you're doing, you're planning. Um, a lot of people don't know that you were a founding partner of uh, Vala Hospitality. Yes. You were uh, working. You worked for the Stars Network, Heineken, Bacardi, Showtime on their hit show, The L Word. And, you know, the bar space is your wheelhouse. Um, it's hard to believe that you actually probably do that better than you do running your sandwich uh, restaurant, your sandwich shop. But the bar space is your wheelhouse. That's where you're comfortable. Tell me what is on the horizon. What do you have? Basically, it's done. You're just waiting weeks away from it. What, what do you got planned for this bar space, man? What'd you do? Sure. What'd you do now? So we are all very familiar what was in the La Pescadora space. La Pescadora? Yep, La Pescadora. Yes, April, mm -hmm. bless her. She, we thought, had a good conversation the other night. Um, we were all very familiar with what was in that space prior. Um, the team that I am working with, they did a complete overhaul of that space. And I'm sure a lot of you have walked by there and seen boarded up windows and maybe not sure what's going on. Let me assure you that whatever is inside that window is the most beautiful bar that that's in Uptown Whittier. Behind my favorite bar, Marie Callender's. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. I told you guys my favorite, my favorite, the aesthetic of my favorite bar in Uptown Whittier or in Whittier is is the Marie Callender's on, on in the Five Points. Yeah, I think it's such Washington, a, yeah. I think it's such a gorgeous bar. It looks like an old ship, and maybe like a lot of people don't even know there's a bar in there. Yeah, it's a nice one. Yeah, but back to but back to. Uh, Back to Muchas Gracias. Uh, Muchas Gracias is my first bar project back in a long, in a couple of years. Um, I opened a bar in Mexico recently. Um, I helped a project in Long Beach recently. I re, I helped it about a year ago. I did Gelaguetza, which is in Koreatown, a very well known James Beard awarded restaurant there, um, the Hall of Fame, Hall of Fame James Beard restaurant. So I helped with them on some uh, some logistics there. But this is the first. Um, bar project that I've ever done in Whittier. And I can't tell you how excited I am. I take it very serious because it's a home game for me. Uh, kind of like a Tumper Visions, you know, it's like, this is your craft. This is what Aaron Melinders does. And he's putting the bar. Put your name on it. 
Yeah. So you got to there, there, There's been a couple opportunities for me in the past to do some things in Whittier that I've, you know, politely passed on because they just didn't fit my vibe or my energy or what I, the vision that I saw fit for Uptown Whittier, nor were they just what I felt were sustainable products. Um, this project, I walked in the room and I was like, wow, this is a gorgeous, gorgeous, gorgeous room. Um, I think we're taking the finer parts of Mexican culture and combining it with some worldly aspects and some things of Latin culture that um, are a good culinary representation of what we want to see in Uptown Whittier. Um, I, 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 I appreciate a lot of the businesses and a lot of the cocktail programs that have recently happened, uh, but they're not really, they're, they're not my speed or they're not how I would particularly design something. So it's been interesting coming back to these projects a couple years later after I've been creatively uh, removed from the scene. It's, uh, we live in this world now where people live and drink and eat off of Instagram, uh, which, you know, is great, but I think that it can be kind of, kind of corny at moments. Yeah. Um, and it, there's, the, you know, there, it does lack sustenance at moments too. It's just like you look at things, you're like, well, that's cool, but I mean, how many times a night can you do that? Um, and I've gone to some of these places too that I see these things that are like, you know, mind-blowing on, on camera, then you go taste the product. And I think that people forget the most important part of eating eating and drinking experience is the flavor profile. It's the actual taste. Yeah. The actual taste. Like, cool smoke bomb. But what does this drink taste like under the smoke? Mm-hmm. Um, or cool uh, $58 plate of enchiladas. Uh, but why did I just pay $58 for enchiladas? Yeah. What was that all about? Yeah. Um, that shrimp was rubbery. So, you well, know, that's refreshing. That's yeah. refreshing to hear because it's like it's getting to that point where, you know, and I and I have total respect for everybody doing their thing, yeah. but you know, I don't. I just I don't want to eat a twelve dollar taco. I, I just don't. No. That's just me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But there, there is a market there. I mean, that's cool. But well, yeah, what, we're not doing what tacos. can we expect? Yeah, we're, we're not. We're not doing. Ta- we're not doing tacos. I mean, like you'll be able to get like a really high quality cut of meat with some. Uh, some fresh tortillas, handmade, uh, that you can just make your own tortilla with some fresh fire-roasted salsas, um, kind of all all that, you know, but more of the ritual of making the tacos. Yeah, so you're you're gonna strip away all the bells and whistles and give you just a quality product that you're gonna just love to eat. Exactly, there's a lot of fresh fish on the menu, a lot of crudos, a lot of, uh, you know, a lot of ceviches, stuff like that that we we love. But the chef um, that we're working with, uh, he is, I've done a project. I did a project with him in downtown a long time ago, and he's talented beyond beyond belief. And I think that he's bringing a very unique product to Uptown Whittier that we deserve. Um, Uptown Whittier has a lot of great options, and definitely excited to contribute to that and bring a new a new flavor. Yeah, man! And all flavor. of a sudden, that half of the street over there, because we're talking about the Wardman half of yeah. Greenleaf. You got Muchas Gracias moving in right across the street from you guys. So to have them there. And they're in the morning. They're going to do their brunch thing. And then they, yeah. you're, you're going to have the, your spot hitting it at night. You got the movie theater and the flashback yeah. and Turnbull. And it's just a popping little spot now. Well, if any of you have ever been behind uh, La Pescadora, you know that there's a patio back there. We have full intention of using that patio and making it really pretty. Yeah, that'd be and, really cool. You know, it's a great, great, great space. And I think once the the renovation on Greenleaf does begin, we're going to be very blessed to have access to such a large back outdoor out, space. Back access, yeah. Yeah. So that's going to be cool. And as for the drinks go, you can expect a really, really 
um, large Latin American spirits um, back bar. Meaning, uh, not you're not gonna have like your eight one eight tequila and your termana, and I, you'll have some of this, these things, you know. But you're gonna have a collection of spirits that we're very proud of, more bartender curated, bar manager curated, things that I love, products I stand behind. Um, great rums, Latin American rums, great mezcals, great tequilas, uh, some some alternative spirits. Uh, the wine list that we're focusing on, it's a lot of Baja wine. Um, I think that you can get some Baja wines, maybe one or two in some random doors, but we have a Mexican uh, curated wine list. Should be a lot of that's fun awesome. too. Yeah, be a lot of fun. Well, that's what's great like. too, because what you're talking right now is is all news to me. I, I don't know any about too much of this stuff, but yeah. I want to. I would love to learn about it, and I would love to try something new. Yeah, and that's what's great about it because you know you you get a lot of the same thing happening. And um, it's nice and refreshing to have something brand new, something like you said, curated right. uh, specifically for this space. Right. And um, that's something really, and you're telling me it's beautiful. Yeah. So, I mean, that's even better. I mean, experiences look in all shapes and sizes and forms. Maybe the experience is uh, people lighting something on a fire and putting coconut or cinnamon on top of it and making it spark. Maybe that's your experience. Maybe your experience is just showing people a product that they've never had. Exactly. Or a level of quality yes. in, a, in a product that they'd never tasted. Yes. Um, to me, these are the type of mainstay things that are timeless to me. Uh, I think fads come and go in fashion, fads come and go in cars, fads come and go kind of in everything, in dining. But there are those places that build these rock solid products that are able to hold on year after year after year. Um, just because they built this 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 bite, this drink that is so unforgettable, and that's that's what I want to create. That's what we want to create, and that's yeah. our goal. Muchas gracias to make this really interesting product. That's amazing. You could follow them at uh, Muchas Gracias Whittier. That's an inside tip right there. That's an exclusive. Yeah. Um, if you're you're probably yeah you're probably not following them right now on Instagram, but you're gonna go there and start to see little posts and little things happening and they're going to show you little you know tidbits of what's coming so muchas gracias whittier on instagram check it out aaron um before we wrap it up bro and i really appreciate you taking the time i know you're busy yeah, um i have a lot of small business owners that listen to the show mm -hmm. and they're trying to do what you're doing they're trying to make it they're trying to live their dream uh do you have three i mean you probably have uh 50 tips, but can you break it down like three tidbits, three, you know, business owner tips that you let, can give let them? Me, let me there? type this into my chat GPT <laughs> and we'll, chat we'll, GPT, and yeah, I'll yeah. get you the, the best ones possible right now. Yeah. Just All from right. your experience off the cuff, like, you know, is it, um, you know, dive right in when you have a dream or is it, is it a business <laughs> plan or my, is my it, three, you know, Aaron's is it, yeah. top three cliche moments yeah. of, of, of advice. Um, yeah, I do. I do have a, a, a few. It's the first one is to empower your team, trust them, uh, build leaders. Because if you have a plan of growing and being something big and um, having this almighty concept, you're not going to do it by yourself. And you have to um, give. You're going to have to pass the buck on things. So build a team that's strong. It's going to take longer. Uh, it's not a, a today tomorrow thing. But you have to start working with these people even if they have no experience they have no skin in the game yet just measure people by potential um, and 
help them grow because they are your tomorrow if you want to achieve your goals. That's number one. Number two, along this road, a lot of people are going to tell you you're crazy. A lot of people are going to tell you you're an idiot. A lot of people are going to tell you that uh, you're doing it all wrong or they're going to want to impose their ideals on a concept that you've been believing in and manifesting for so long. Don't give in to that. It's not their dream. It's your dream. Just keep following that dream. Keep pushing on it and own it. Own that shit. Make it yours. And when it's yours, it's yours. That's it. And don't listen to the noise. Nah, don't listen to that. And number three, make a good soundtrack. I'll work on when I say that, I mean it literally. Uh, you know, uh, go on your Spotify, go on your Apple Music, whatever it is you use. Make a damn good soundtrack because that's what's gonna motivate you. To me, I work off music, and if you have that those sounds, that's half the battle in the morning. Just you know what? That. I can't tell you how many times I turn on you know my own little you know, mix mix song Spotify list, and it inspires me to do crazy things. Like I just hear a song. It could be a song I've heard a million times. But it motivates me to go there. So yeah, I, I hear you, man. What are your top three? Music, rock, what are your top three about rock bands? Music's rock bands. Yeah, um, it changes a lot. But I like uh, currently I like Echo and the Bunnymen. I mean, it's not really a rock band, but they're a band. Yeah, uh, I like Echo. I like English Beat right now. Um, Pixies is there. It's not not as prevalent as it used to be. But yeah, but then I go back to the seventies. I'm like get into Van Halen and Zeppelin and so yeah I mean I'm all over the place nice. Steely Dan is big right now nice. for me yeah. I'm like a I'm a Thin Lizzy guy yeah Always absolutely like Thin, Lizzy. Thin Lizzy is huge for me man I love them so Steely Dan yeah. weird. I'm a weirdo I'm like my dad so yes. I'm like my dad yeah <laughs> you turn into your dad Allman <laughs> Brothers you name it you know so the soundtrack is important the soundtrack forward. is important guys yeah. like please like just have that thing ready to go in, in your but also be prepared to play that soundtrack in your business. Yes. You know, people will come in and they'll be like, this place always has rocking tunes. Yeah, man, that's good. That's good yeah. stuff. Rocking tunes, rocking food, rocking sandwiches, rocking yeah. cocktails yeah. now. Sandwiches and then you can the soundtrack. Uh, get that soundtrack and upload it while you're running the, the trails uh, with Aaron, the Helmet right. Trailblazers, and everything else you're doing, man. Thank yeah. you for joining me in the night market to look forward to. Mm -hmm. And um, we have... Another show pending with you down the road. Yeah. We talked off the record. Yeah. You got something brewing again. Always. This is something completely different than what we're talking about today. And I'm yeah. so excited. I, I actually want to say it, but I'm not going oh, to. Yeah. So we're going to wait on that. But we got something coming down the pike with Aaron. It will be great. His creative juices are flowing with this one. But um, that's going to be another video exclusive for another day. All, Thank you, bro. All I'll say is just... You know, I want to plug more into activities for families in yes. the city and uh, family nightlife. That's the daddy. That's you. on my it's mind. The daddy yeah. talking. It's the father. Fam it. Family nightlife. That's uh, that's next. Well, thank you for joining me, bro. Appreciate you, man. Thank you. Thank you, man. There you have it, guys. Aaron Melendrez. He's a real one. Legit man. Totally legit. Humble, interesting, creative, talented. Doing a lot for Whittier, California. And uh, I got to thank him again for stopping by the My Whittier podcast. I know he's a busy guy and uh, he made time to be here and fill us in on what is going on. And I really, really, really appreciate that. Uh, you know, more exclusive content, guys. He is uh, starting his uh, running club, the Hellman Trailblazers. 
And uh, you got the exclusive on Muchas Gracias restaurant and bar that is coming really, really soon. It sounds really, really good. He's working on the night market that is going to go down May 24th. And you might want to listen to this podcast again once you finish it. You want to put that on repeat because there's a lot of information that he threw out there. And um, along with the great little nuggets of information, man, if you're starting your own business. And uh, he always emphasizes teamwork. Anytime I talk to the guy, it's about teamwork and um, getting people together to work together and move forward. You know, the uh, African proverb, have you heard of that one? It's uh, if you want to go fast, you go alone. If you want to go far, you go together. And so uh, he's a really big uh, proponent of that. He's He likes to work together and work with a team. And as you can see, he's doing an amazing job. And if he was doing it all by himself, there was, there was just no way he could do all the things that he wants to do. And uh, hats off to Aaron. A lot of great information there. And uh, I look forward to talking to him again. All right. Two hands corn dogs, guys. Two hands corn dogs. Did you see that IG reel I put up? Um, 12726 Hadley Street, number 102, Whittier, California, 90601. Now, I, I don't have time to get into my experience with Two Hands Corn Dogs. I could just tell you that I really liked it. I really enjoyed it. There's a lot of you that uh, feel the same way, and there's some of you that uh, don't feel so great about it. You didn't like it, but that's cool. You know, I just put information out there for you guys to check out. I just put the info out there to let you know what is happening in the city of Whittier. Um, anytime I post food content, um, I'm just giving you the information. And so, you know, most of the time I'm showing you the things that I really like. And I totally understand that um, not everybody has the same taste. And I'm okay. I'm not offended by that. It's all good. I just um, am the man in the middle. Don't kill the messenger. I'm just uh, giving you the information for you to digest. You go check it out and see if you like it. But I'm really interested to see uh, what your take is on the place. Um, like I said, I don't. We're already almost at an hour on this podcast. So I I don't want to dive too deep into the uh, two hands corn dog experience. Just go watch my Instagram reel and Facebook reel. You will see how much I enjoyed it and uh, what they have to offer but i really liked it let me know what you think two hands corn dogs go check it out all right guys that is going to do it for this show i still have uh, a list of things that i want to talk about but we're out of time right now we will have to get back to that if you want to see me you can stop by my pop-up shop 10046 Scott Avenue, Whittier, California, 90603. We're open Monday through Saturday, 10 a.m. to 1 p.m. Closed for lunch and then open from 2 to 6. Stop by. I got some great hats. A lot of the hats that I wear in the videos and stuff like that are available. Sweatshirts, t-shirts, and we're always adding more stuff. You can go to mywhittier.com for all the details there. And I will be back with you guys on Wednesday of next week for another My Whittier podcast. Thank you for joining me, guys. I will talk to you soon. Take care.